The bandit bares his scarred limps in a snarling grin as he swings out with the mace grafted to his left hand. Vargas brings his own artificial right arm up, the metal scrap flattening slightly to help block the blow. As the bandit reels back, Vargas pushes forward, hitting him hard, twice in his deformed mouth. The bandit drops to the ground, already covered in half a dozen other dead and dying forms. Let me guess. He puts his hands to his thighs, winded and bruised in a dozen places, but relatively unharmed. You're that other scouting party Mero sent out. The dying bandit doesn't answer. Vargas looks down at his metal arm. I need to pick up the pace. I'm... I'm stronger again. It's been decades since I could attack twice that quickly. But it's the wrong kind of strength. I need to know how to train my other power. He looks towards the east, where a single, fat, jagged peak rises out of the otherwise flat plains. Her power. It's been five days already. He looks down again at the last remnants of the Smilers. Hopefully the rest are doing better in their quest than I am in mine. They should be in Yadenve today. They'll know as soon as they get there that I lied. They're smart like that. Hopefully Kira doesn't take it out too hard on Brixby. He looks at the mountain again. And hopefully I see them again soon. This is Pot Against the Machine. against the machine. Back to Pot Against the Machine, the certified most dangerous actual play podcast for mothers, priests, and babies, especially stinky babies. I'm your host, and here's everybody. Next time, those babies shouldn't be stinky. Can't wait to play a ranger, so those can be my three favorite enemies. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot stand mothers. Babies, priests, and mothers. Hello. (laughs) Don't even ask me how I feel about Mary Magdalene. Anyway. <laughs> um, hey. So, uh, last time on the program, what did we have? We had uh, the culmination of the most absurd fight in the history of this podcast. As finally, after three episodes and uh, nine rounds or so, but probably actually substantially more than that, um, the party finally emerged triumphant. Um, Father Sardis found enough bravery to try to remove paralysis, and uh, it worked on Kira, not so much on Alloin. Uh, Brixby dropped a stinking cloud that ruined everyone's lives, and um, Asher killed Shadrax. The Drifter reattached his own head, got up, and started lasering everybody, and eventually the only remaining Zill just kind of gave up. That's where we are now. I was saying this before we started recording. Like, sometimes you play Pathfinder, or or maybe you listen to an AP, and you're like, "Wow, 
I had another session where the narrative moved about an inch. There was a lot of role playing and a lot of screwing around and chicken noises. Really wish I could just do something substantive and get into a combat. Then you're on the other side of five episodes or something of combat and you are just like, I choose peace. From here on out, <laughs> that's all I want. I am never fighting again. Nonviolent de-escalation <laughs> between here and book six. I, we're just, we should just go back to scrap ball and kind of do our own little kingmaker thing there. Kingdom management mm-hmm. yeah. really, really helped get the town back on its feet more. We could do more for them. Yeah, like get Heath to increase his Gaunt's empire with other <laughs> chokers that will serve as Gaunt's. He can call them Heath's holders because all they do is hold. The old hold and hang. I call being the evil vizier to bird puncher. <laughs> All right, so we're playing a game. Um, we are indeed. Pretty, pretty tempting not to just turn around and punch green. Probably won't die if I do that. I could just, just a real quick, you know, uh, hey, don't do that again, punch. But I will wait to see what everyone else is doing. Does anyone want to step in sort in this situation? Oh man, and yeah, there's still. I mean, I guess now that we're out of combat and time ceases to dilate. Like, it's going to be less intense, but that was 42 pure seconds of stink. So, we only got, like, what, three rounds into that? There's, like, four more rounds of that. I don't know how long you're paralyzed for. I think it's, like, ten minutes or something. So, I think I still got, like, eight minutes of paralysis. (laughs) Like, as long as that fight was in real time, it was, like, what? That is wild. (laughs) It's, like, that we're we're in, what, a month into hanging out? A month and a half? but secretly two years. No, yeah. Well, it is really weird to lay those two things side by side. Uh, uh, what is friendship in the real world anyway? Like, I actually <laughs> could only take a move action. I was going to say, yeah, Kira's still seconds. vomiting in the corner. So he'll see it. He'll just kind of look to see what the drifter is going to do with his extermination mission while he tries really hard to like, settle his tum-tum. Uh, Bricks will float. 10 feet to the east again, kind of squaring himself out with uh, the green zill, and raise a hand just threateningly as they are putting down their bows to ensure compliance. And they've got all four hands up in the air, and um, the drifter will slowly emerge from the stinking cloud, just the stench wafting off of him as if he never smelled at all and he still has that laser rifle leveled at the zill and he'll say unfortunately though you have indeed surrendered i have a singular mission and it is to eliminate shadrax and all of her spawn i am afraid i cannot allow you to live (laughs) oh no wait don't do it (laughs) Oh no. Clemency. Uh, <laughs> I can't I can't move. I can only vomit. No, I can move. I'm not gonna move. I cannot tell if you are being sarcastic, so I will apologize to all of you that you have to see this. And he just point blank range executes the last remaining Zill. Brixby floats up. Uh I actually I missed it. Can you do it again? <laughs> it is clearly dead. I'm closer this time. <laughs> you would like me to shoot the dead body of the Zill? Yes. Batteries are very rare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. 
and he'll shoot, shoot the uh, <laughs> collapsed Zill. Was that what you were looking for? Oh, yeah, that's the stuff. All right. Speaking of stuff. I'm going to shoot Shadrax this few more times, too. <laughs> about that shift trending towards good alignment <laughs> you were talking about. <laughs> chaotic well, I, evil. He was already dead, and I it feels good to to help the, the drifter do his mission. You should understand that as a man with a hat and a mission as well. Uh, Ash is still hatless. Man yeah, who I had think a Bricks hat. Yeah, Bricks has the hat. Yeah, Bricks is canonically <laughs> wearing it and has <laughs> embroidered his name on it and cut out holes for his ears. <laughs> just ruined that hat. No, actually, Bricks just put novelty versions of his own ears on the outside. He lifts it off to reveal that he still has ears uh, under the hat and puts the hat on Asher's head, giving him ears as well. No, no, we're not going to do anything terrible to Asher's hat. (laughs) I'm just all punchy after that fight. I I don't know where to go from here. It's just hard to figure out what to do with my hands after all of this adrenaline has passed through my rat body. Those hands salute Shadrachs. Jokes aside, really, though, when I said stuff, the right stuff, he's uh, he's going to shake Kira. He's just going to keep trying to shake Kira until she can function. Um, because he knows nothing. This is his first time casting Stinking Cloud. He knows nothing about really what was going to happen except for what he had read on um, Spell Yelp. That was like, <laughs> it's pretty spell. good. <laughs> where, they, where they have all the, yeah, they review the spells. Um, yeah, yours, please stop shaking me. I'm fine, or I will be, but you have to stop. Thank you. And just tries to not vomit on her friend. (laughs) All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, Okay, well, um, all right, Kira's fine. Uh, Where's Alowin? Has anyone seen Alowin? Oil can. Oil can. No, I haven't seen him, but um, Mr. the Drifter... Your mission was to eliminate all of Shadrax's spawn. One of them got away at least somewhere here, and we don't know yet whether these other prisoners are nearing their emergence, their hatching. One must assume that the prisoners have been overposited indeed. We should attend to them quickly, but perhaps it we would be best served bringing some of the allies we brought with us back from unconsciousness. If they are not dead, it can be difficult to tell one from the other when one's body does not repair itself automatically. I could expend the rest of my healing powers to send another burst of healing, but I'm... And he'll look down and you do a perception check to see if uh, Shadrax is breathing. He has a natty 18 for a 22. Oh, Shadrax does indeed appear to be stable. The old mother yet lives. I cannot exclude her from the healing. So maybe guy number one with the hat does his job before guy number two with the hat does his job, like make a dead before before he heals us. Really deaden her up. It would be my earnest pleasure to put two in the head of this creature. <laughs> I sure will. Step back from the splash zone. <laughs> just puts up the Gallagher piece of plastic. <laughs> yeah, and he will just very matter-of-factly, in a very lawful, neutral sort of manner, just pop, pop, thus ends the reign of Shadrax, the all the progenitor. 
the blood ghost herself. The most lawful yeah, double yeah. tap. <laughs> <laughs> the law says two shots are better than one when you need to be sure. Father Sardis will call from beyond. Hello? Is it over? It is. Did we win? So far, everyone, every enemy present here has been dispatched. We don't yet know the fate of your fellow uh, miners and staff, but everyone out here is no longer a threat. Do you have any healing you could offer to help my companions and I? I I can heal you, but um, this this cloud stinks. It it stinks uh, horribly. It it should be gone pretty soon because it is a it is thankfully a round per level. So I think four rounds have probably elapsed out of combat at this point. But the um, Brixby will also dismiss the obscuring mist that is still going. Okay, so with things kind of opened up in the area, Father Sardis will come in um, and accidentally deposit himself in aloe in space and screw everything up. Uh, and then he's just going to channel pause. Uh, so that's nine HP for everybody. Mm-hmm. And he'll pop off another one uh, for seven more. Oh, yeah. I would keep going, but um, I would have to begin to charge you if it's anything beyond absolutely necessary. You understand there's how would you feel about the low, low price of not getting punched in the face? Well, a man's got to have a code. I mean, same. Five more. <laughs> <laughs> his, his code is not getting punched in the face. <laughs> it's a good code. Brisbee should not... try that code. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, do you have any literature about your code? <laughs> the Church of Abadar takes all comers, whether or not their faces are made of rubber. So you're saying there's a lot of rats in the Church of Abadar. Now that's surprising. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I wouldn't say that, because being rat is a proud thing to Brixby. But yeah, he's going to float kind of in between Sardis and... and, uh, Oh, God, wait, Alowin. Alowin is still... He's going to look at Sardis and say, Uh, can you... um, can you do anything about this? I'm sure he's good for it. I mean, he's paralyzed. You could, you could literally pay yourself before the casting. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> frown and, and say, all right, but um, Abadar is really gonna be cross with all of you. He'll summon up uh, another remove paralysis, and this time, with only one target, it just automatically removes the paralysis. Woohoo! Yay. <laughs> that was very uncomfortable and I would not like to do it again. And then he is going to go around and heal anybody that still needs healing because he has a zillion healing, so we can just do that. It uh, doesn't need to be rolled or anything. We can just assume everybody's full. Okay. And I do think that um, between Kifkin, um, Redfang, and Father Sardis, we basic we have three npcs that can essentially auto pass the egg removal check just to let everybody know so we've got that in the bag but before we the egg one got away and we shouldn't regard ourselves as safe until we know 
What else is in here? I'm gonna keep my kids with me for just now. Pats his stomach. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if uh, while we're waiting, then all of this is happening, we'll just follow, uh, Kira will follow Alowin around until she has a any weapon in hand. Probably chainsaw, but just, just to be safe. Asher wants to look at those guns. Yeah. Literally what I was about to say. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, we should maybe uh, strip the bodies before we go. Are they just like weird, look like weird bad guns? Nothing Asher would be interested in. Just bad weird guns. Um, those bad weird guns that Shadrax was firing six shots from without reloading appears to be a pair of masterwork revolvers. Practically the hmm. thing of, of legend. A quick search of her pockets would reveal she's got 46 metal cartridges left on her. She's also wearing plus one leather armor, very fashionable. And she had a heavy steel shield. The um, priests were wearing plus one breastplates and headbands of alluring charisma. They also had steel shields. And um, between them and the zills, or the standard zill rather, you got a total of six masterwork short swords, two masterwork longbows. So all sorts of good stuff. Oh my god, the roll Jerome just made. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll just use up half my slots. That should be enough to heal everybody. And I just rolled four natural oh, wow. ones in a row on four. That 48. should not be allowed. <laughs> I think Tamalette were, or whatever, is displeased. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to roll. I'm not just going to take average. I might get better. <laughs> It's better in a way. Asher will put his uh, broken plus one pistol in the bag for now and uh, puts, uh, load up these two revolvers, one for each of his holsters. One of the revolvers is broken because she had that move. No, never mind. She quick cleared she it. She quick cleared it. Never mind. It's not broken. Which I'm glad she used her grip point for the thing Asher can't do. <laughs> Super considerate of her, honestly. <laughs> do you want me to... Do you want me to clear this on the way out? I can't even remember what her accent was, really. It got really, like, southern near the end, or was it Brooklyn? It always gets southern. But it always gets yeah, southern. It started, like, kind of Brooklyn-y and then got very southern. I was just hoping when she was targeting the southernmost person and targeted Brixby that his next turn would be something like, I do declare <laughs> as the southernmost person on this party. I was just waiting for it. Uh, well, um, bordering this sort of room where you've all congregated on the south, there are two of those grates, like the makeshift porculus that was keeping Kira, Asher, and Father Sardis in uh, to their room. Then there, you know, up in the off the huge room, there's the room that Kira and Master or and Father Sardis and Asher were all stuck in. And then there's you know a whole bunch of other rooms that you haven't looked at, all blocked off with those iron doors. Of course, there were totally keys on those doors between Shadrax and the priests. How, how many people do we see on the inside? If you look in the door on the, on the left here, it looks like there are definitely some people that have clearly been chest-bursted and devoured. But uh, there are a couple ill-looking people who are not dead, definitely not chest-bursted. Just unconscious and lying there. 
definitely not well off. It looks like in the room on the left, there's about four that you can see. The room on the right, uh, two, three more. Uh, well, perhaps the brothers... No, wait, is, is it both brothers, or is it just Kifkin that has the heal? That um, is real good. Kifkin has the plus ten, so he's in auto-pass taking ten. Uh, Thelpin, I think, is a little bit less, so he'd have to roll. Yeah, it's only a plus six for Yelpin Thelpin. Ah, uh, so, uh, maybe Red Fang, Father, Kiffin, um, maybe see to these miners. They, uh, who knows how far along they are. The sooner we get those eggs out, the better. What, what can we do to support you in your egg removal? Uh, I kind of want to remove the existing zeal myself. Uh, well, if we, uh... We'll spend some time working down here, and I guess if, if you want to go north and clear things out, we can reconvene. Fine by me. And Asher will be ready, kind of washing and detect evil, which won't go through, like, stone walls, but if anyone is hiding, like Deadpool was when he full-attacked Brixby, oh, we can uh, <laughs> kind of smell him out. All right. Um, yeah, as you head up through... Uh, no signs of any Deadpool so far, and I think a bunch of people will stay, like the healers will stay down in the south and work on that, I'll work on tending to the egged people. As everybody else heads north, north it looks like there's several rooms. Um, there's one off on the right there uh, that first glance looks empty, but it is locked doesn't seem like you can see anybody in there. And these have like regular old normal old locks right on them. Like yeah. like not high tech variety. Right, but um, you've got um I mean you took out the leadership keys. of this place. You've got keys to these things. Oh man. Rixby like takes out his masterwork thieves tools, whistling the whole time excited to apply that extra two and then I don't know. I imagine Alwyn just kind of shoulders by him and <laughs> puts the key in. <laughs> uh, popping open this first room uh, looks like... I mean, it, it looks like effectively a, a little shrine to Shadrachs. There's like little bronze busts that very clearly are designed to look like her. I'm not sure exactly where they were doing their metalworking, but it looks nice enough, little statues. Does a negative one find anything in here? Or no, excuse me, a zero. I only have a minus one and a minus two. Does a zero find anything in this room on perception? Halloween is blind. Weirdly, nothing in particular. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess Brixby, I, I would like him to roll a Wait, perception. Wait, no, I do have a minus two. Uh, <laughs> uh, a perception would be smart, but, you know, I, I still think he's a little keyed up, and he just kind of looks around the room, just says... Ah, just what Galarian needs. Another shrine to another dead god. Just walks out. And there's an explosion behind him. <laughs> just blows up. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> His Nietzschean mustache grows. <laughs> I'm just going to take Ghost Sound at level 8 so he can just play Won't Get Fooled Again every time Berksby does that. 
This episode is going to be 80% banter because everyone's tired. We need it. <laughs> Emotionally, we need it. I was going to say, just really no one yeah. is sad. I, I just keep letting it go. The moment it comes into my mind, I'm just opening my mouth and letting it out because <laughs> there have been rounds of structured conversation for weeks. <laughs> um, so looks like the next one, if you crack it open, it's like a sleeping quarters for one of the priests. Nothing terribly interesting. I think you find like a little bit of ancient money that they happened to have when they were down there. Picture of like a Kellid with a Lincoln beard. Father <laughs> uh, yes. Sardis, uh, your payment is in here. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on us because it's ancient. It's worth <laughs> no, it's <like> several platinum. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually a coin collector. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and then the, the next room that you open up, if you're just following the same wall, is a little bit bigger, and inside there are two dead, uh, clearly chest-bursted, uh, looks like, they look, look like chokers. Brixby runs the one, Haith! <laughs> runs the other one, Haith! Looks back, I literally cannot tell them apart, I don't know why I'm asking. <laughs> Sadly, no response from either one. <laughs> very very sad none of them were clutching any form of light source right no <laughs> uh assuming kira has all her gear back what do you think we do now uh yeah she will dig in her bag and just uh jam a torch into one of their hands it's, it's gruesome but we earned it yeah they look so regal now now that they have their torches like toss a sun rod on one <laughs> and asher's like we have stuff to do just shuts and locks the door. <laughs> there, keeps going. I'm done with you people. If you head up to the this next door and unlock it, you show a, a much larger room, and there's these weird creatures in here. There, uh, one of them is is clearly dead. It's been um, chest bursted. The other one is like this live stonish looking creature that is like as big around as it is tall it's almost like a it's very hard to describe it it almost looks like it's made of like earth it's got like this big mouth on top of it and like an eye in its chest and three arms and three legs it's just a horrific looking creature so these are what the zil that could move through the ground came out of oh no that's why it had that power Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, what sort of knowledge can I roll on these creatures? This would be a knowledge planes. Expo looks into the room and kind of narrows his eyes. And with a 22, he says... Looking at a Zorn. Well, these are clearly the the Zorns that precursed the Zills. It's, it's like a whole X thing. If I remember correctly, these um, have something to do with the plane of Earth or something. Yeah, they're um, outsiders, generally from the plane of Earth. They're neutral. They eat rocks, generally speaking, and they prefer quantity over quality when it comes to food. Uh, they're very rarely interested in affairs of the mortal plane, but it seems like uh, maybe they found their way into the wrong cave, eating some rocks, and... Uh, got overposited 
Now, poor baby. I'm guessing that they would probably speak something weird like Terran or something that none of us speak, but could we have the drifter, like, tell it to stay calm and then bring somebody over to get whatever eggs are probably in it out? (laughs) Because I don't want another uh, friggin' zill that can go through the ground coming out of this guy. That is smart. He does have true speech. That is a very sky metal worthy idea, Jura. I don't want to talk to them. I want you to fight them. They're true neutral. He wouldn't say that. (laughs) Oh, man. I've just changed my mission to antagonize all of you. (laughs) Second mission, backup mission. Oh, I was just going to say, they're like the Otiux of, like, the elemental plane of Earth, right? That's, like, essentially their vibe. Yeah, I mean, they look a lot like Otiugs. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're intelligent creatures, but they're just weird rock eaters. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's like rock eater from a Neverending Story. Yeah, <laughs> except uh, they got you know three arms coming out of the tops of their bodies, like in fountain formation, yeah. and an eye in each <laughs> armpit, and a giant mouth in the middle where a head should be, and three legs. So they're normal. Like Crumb from Our Real Monsters. Yes, they're a lot like Uh, Crumb. That was was my first thought. But I could not remember his name. Thank you, Jiro. Uh, But yeah, I think uh, with his 27 non-planes, Alowin will have that idea that I just had, but in character. uh, Oh, he will say, I wonder if we should ask the Drifter to try to speak to this creature and... If it says it has eggs in it, we should probably get them removed. This creature is probably what that strange zill that could move through the rock came from. That sounds like a good idea to me. Do it. In character. Please? (laughs) I will go talk to it while you go do other things. But remember, (laughs) do not allow any zill to escape. I'm counting on you. Are you sure you don't want us to hang out? I'll be very nearby. Okay. Well, feel free to yell. (laughs) I rarely yell. (laughs) Yippee, Kai. Yay. So, would Brixby, who floated in the normal path until where he was, also see what Zach sees? Yeah, if, if Brixby was sort of heading across the northern side of this huge room... You can see up into the next room to the north, uh, Baby Zill is hiding behind one of these greater-than-life-size statues of Shadrachs. Um, Drifter, I don't mean to interrupt your very important GMNPC on GMNPC roleplay that I love so much, but speaking of things that people love a whole lot, there's a Zill that seems relatively helpless and ripe for murder. But I was... gonna keep scooping. Having a bottle episode with the Zorn. <laughs> we were going to do a total spin-off thing. And you just hear like the rumblings of Terran, which I assume just sounds like rocks grinding together in the background. Yeah, I've just been sitting here trying to think of what an in-game GM NPC acronym would be. And all I could come up with at the end that worked was a neutral planar creature. <laughs> so that was my contribution. We can keep that in too. Nailed I like that contribution. <laughs> but we do want to shoot this baby. Are you letting the drifter handle the baby by himself? Yeah. Oh, come on. He loves it. He loves it. 
<laughs> we can't take that away from him. Asher walked straight across and didn't see that he was looking at this cell. Well, in the cell Asher's looking at, as the drifter just sort of slowly meanders his way over to Baby Executionville. Um, <laughs> just outside of Party Town. Asher sees the rather familiar sight of an unconscious skulk in a, a dead skulk in the corner there. Oh, do we know this skulk? No, just looks like a skulk. <laughs> just familiar because we know it's familiar skulk. because you know skulks don't have a whole lot of variation um to the non-expert eye i would say that guy sucks <laughs> yeah bring it back <laughs> and i wake up a little huh who sucks huh <laughs> oh hello you suck you suck as well uh, this is a great bottle episode <laughs> have you uh <laughs> been egged yeah uh I'm egged and it it sucks and like not the not the kind of sucks that's like a a greeting like the bad kind of sucks. Yeah, no fair. I could tell from the inflection uh, of the, the fricative in there that it was the sucky kind of sucks. Well, uh, go on down south towards the de-egging queue. There's a whole lot of that going on down there. They're not gonna like try to kill me because I'm not, you know humanoid or whatever, right? Do, they, do those people suck too? Uh, Kira turns around and was like, don't kill our friend, please. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I like that we're like, to clarify, it's the skulk. <laughs> we're like, we got one coming your way. And then they're like, are they going to kill me? Kira's like, don't kill that one coming your way. <laughs> Just take a number. I'm not sure if that was reassuring or not. No, I, it was so serious when I said it. That's fine. For real, guys, don't. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, up north, there's just like, pew, pew. (laughs) And I think um, the Zill (laughs) heads down into the sort of de-egging area. And the drifter with his true speak was able to send the Zorn down as well. (laughs) So that's just a macabre scene down there. But, you know, they're getting the job done. They've got their grippers. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I just need the fan art of it's like it's a DMV. There's like the Zorn <laughs> sitting and waiting, holding his number and the skulk. Because it takes ten minutes per egg, uh, and so these guys are just sitting there for hours and looking like, ah, oh, now they're on number three and I'm number nineteen. <laughs> three, three for de-egging. Bring your cell phone. It's gonna be a while. It cuts over and chair three is just a guy with a whole part of his chair. <laughs> it's like, okay, four. Like, Please hurry. <laughs> like, oh. Oh, no. We should have found a better system. Got to go in with two grippers, like salad tossing. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, between that room and the the final room that you have it unlocked down there on the lower west side you find maybe a few more bits and baubles some more money left behind and down in this last room down here which is just north of the room where kira asher and sardis were prisoners there is um a single chest bursted corpse of a looks like a human who was in pretty expensive clothing back before the clothing got you know opened from the middle oh i wonder if this was like a roll a uh 
knowledge the uh, intro like knowledge intros, knowledge the intro was knowledge <laughs> meta game if this was the mine owner <laughs> are you pretty sure it's him yeah purdy how can i forget that because he named the place after himself yeah i wonder if this is purdy it looks like if it is purdy he will no longer be partying <laughs> no that's fine they don't all have to be winners I laughed. Thought it was, yeah, I was nice. My, my mic yeah, screen. I was still just laughing sure. at the idea of Kira describing it as salad tonging or salad tossing and just thinking about <laughs> egg salad and how gross that was. And that's why I was losing it earlier. I just. <laughs> oh, there's a whole deviled uh, egg situation going on uh, down there. Oh, no. <laughs> the Zill Hellion crossover. Yeah, emphasis on the devil. <laughs> because they only speak infernal. Hey, what's back here with the drifter? Um, Where we go? Up, up there with the murder. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks like in these, these back quarters, um, well, there is one final dead baby, Zill, and you have some statues of, of Shadrax, the All-Mother, and um, then just, like, her offices, and, like, uh, it looks like she sort of has some small amount of paper, but also just, like, took to writing on stone with, like, chalk or just, like, anything she could get her hands on to, like, make notes as she's trying to figure out ways out of the curse. And it, if you, like, look through what she's got scribbled everywhere, it looks like she was working on, uh, basically, genetic experimentation, like, as they would egg such and such a creature that they happen to cross into they get like different abilities and they found with the zorn um they could um create the what they called the mud spawn which could walk through earth and it could kind of skirt the curse because it could get far it could effectively get out of the cave by just staying inside the walls um if skirt the curse isn't at least in a runner-up for episode title, I'm gonna be real sad because that's that's awful fun to say. So it looks like this goes further north. Yeah. That's... Or do we want to read more about beyond the? Is there is there anything beyond basically what you described? Is there anything else exciting in the stone tablet paper area besides the genetic experimentation notes? Um, I think. That's basically the gist of it. I mean, you can spend as much time as you want going through her um, somewhat, sometimes unhinged scrawling, sometimes very carefully ordered, and she's got very good handwriting, even scraping it into the wall. But And all this back chamber stuff is just kind of because the map is gigantic. That makes sense. <laughs> Alan walked through this room over here to the right, and there appears to be something that looks like missile pods up in the... Uh very top of the chamber is that also just set dressing uh these are looks like she was working on constructing some kind of device and it's uh, i'm gonna need like knowledge engineering to see what she was going for they don't yeah. look like they actually do anything but. uh 23 for asher Ooh, just a 20 for brixbo with a six off the day well i, I think Brixby's having a, a tough time making heads or tails of it, but Asher can see how they look like they're some kind of pod where each one is sort of built 
so that a medium-sized humanoid could be inside, but whatever it was that they were for, they're not functioning. Any uh, any parts worthwhile to disassemble? Um, if you want to break them down for scrap, you could probably get a pretty substantial uh, money just from the sort of random bits of electronics and Numerian dregs. Except we probably shouldn't sell them in the Aden Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Asher would uh, walk back to the south to the drifter and say, I'm not sure exactly how this works, but we haven't seen any more Zill here in this stronghold. Do you get the feeling, if that's how it works, that you fulfilled your mission from Nanesk Kool? And he'll close his eyes and um, like go deadly silent and deadly still for a moment where it almost looks like if he's a machine man or whatever he is, he, it's like he shut down or vacated the building. Then he opens his eyes after a minute and he says, I believe that there are still some viable eggs between yourselves and perhaps the people down below, and though no Zill that descends from Shadrax still walks the material plane, my mission is not quite complete. Start shooting, Brixby. <laughs> <laughs> I assume you all do not want to be executed, and I should wait patiently. Yes, please. please. I am good at being patient, to an extent. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we go get those, like, deli-style numbers and then sit down <laughs> beside the Zorn. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> so I think um, I mean, you can take your time exploring this place, but I, I don't think that there's really a whole lot else to find in there, and it's just a matter of passing the time to um, de-egg to um, a lot of people. You've got a decent number of survivors here amongst the miners. Everybody's in rough shape, but they're still alive. And we could... Oh, no, we don't have, like, a... Oh, God, what is that? Cart. Um, so we couldn't do the de-egging on the way back to town. Similarly, though, Brixby, Alloin, and anyone that was just egged in that fight has plenty of time to go back and get de-egged with the same resources yeah. that de-egged us before. So. Yeah, we could go back to town and get the... Because we just had uh, the brother cast a thing, didn't we? For the two of us? Yeah. Last time? I believe yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is Asher the, egged? Asher's not egged. No, Asher is not egged. He would have just been wanting to disassemble all that technology while the hours of de-egging was going. But if uh, his companions are thinking of leaving and the drifter is cool with that, then he wouldn't just stay behind and tinker. Yeah, I think we've got yeah. time. I mean, right? we can we can do some of the disassembling for sure. Uh, I only headed down there because we had narratively turned to the, is your mission done? And he <laughs> just pokes my eggy belly with a giant <laughs> gun and is like, not yet. <laughs> well, we'll promise him like 50 gold if he doesn't de-egg people while he's still alive. <laughs> um, I think You've got plenty of time to do some disassembly, and you can take 10 on the rolls to take stuff apart. So, according. What, what's the role to. Sorry. What's the role to take stuff apart? Probably engineering. engineering probably. Yeah, engineering craft or, or craft. Yeah. Sorry, blacksmith. That's okay. Wait, I have. No, I'm not. Lo- just kidding. I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a spoiler? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> I said I made a mistake. So I think that over the course of a few hours, like, the Zorn gets de-egged and it tunnels away and um, the other people just sort of convalesce a bit as they get de-egged amongst all the corpses that have maybe been stacked up in one of the rooms. The Zill corpses in one room and non-Zill corpses in another. And the, the drifter, while he's watching all of this, will say, I did tell you that I would tell you my name once my mission was complete. And I believe That's why we, I asked. <laughs> I believe we have at least gotten close enough to that point that the mission is completed in spirit, provided you don't all just allow the eggs in your bodies to hatch, which would be ill-advised. You would die. Don't do that. Okay. So are you going to do it? Heard. <laughs> My name is Jerishal Three. I am a Kolyarut inevitable in service of Jerishal the Primordial, the Turning Sphere. So he is an inevitable. I am indeed an inevitable. That's why I couldn't die because didn't I, hear had, that. <laughs> I had regeneration that could only be stopped by chaotic damage. So I'm basically immortal, because nothing does that. <laughs> Jerry. Jerry. Is this a naked name that you speak of? Yeah, close. Yeah. Weird. Yes, sometimes they like to throw nicknames around in the evenings. They call it Naked Night. He just stares at you, unblinking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's strange to me, too. But I must say, I'm... Quite pleased that he did not perish, Jerishal Three, and your assistance has been invaluable. You're really good at not dying. It is my primary talent, but uh, all of you made this possible. I would not have been able to remove Shadrax, let alone all of her spawn, without essentially the small army that you've all assembled here today. <laughs> hey, thanks. In in like um. As compensation, can you not de-egg us? Or by murder, I mean. Can you not murder us? Please don't murder us. <laughs> Do not de-egg us. <laughs> I was not planning on murdering any of you. Aw, friends. Kira gives him a sticker that just says that. <laughs> yes, be Not murder friends. <laughs> not planning on murdering me. <laughs> what will you do next, Jerishal 3? Will you have another mission? Or is this your last one? You're retiring, and so you won't be needing that laser rifle any longer? I have grown quite fond of this laser rifle. I have carried it for over a century. It is my friend, you might say. But I will be returning to Axis. I do not know what the future holds for me. Probably lots of inevitable things. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever we do. Please keep going. He was just going to hug him. That was it. Please don't stop saying what you were saying. <laughs> I wasn't saying anything good. What are you doing, rat person? Is Brissy this an attack? scoots up and yes, uh, roll, rolls CMB against uh, his leg. Bixby gives his leg a good long hug. We would have all died down here without you. Thank you. And um, hopefully looks over at Red Fang. Those uh, plans of returning to Axis won't be an issue. I imagine 
Redfang says, After this, the drifter can go wherever he wants. I think I've seen plenty of evidence that he's now working for the Technic League. No. It seems we owe our survival in part due to the strategies we employed with Axis and our allies. I believe I was quite clear about not being a member of the Technic League. What does Red Fang have to say to that? Keep going. Yes, and. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not all like magical, unlying beings that are always honest and the world's a complicated place. Well, maybe we've learned a lesson now about, you know, unfair imprisonment. We won't do that again. What are uh, Kefkin and Delpin's opinions? <laughs> I think they're arguing with each other over who helped more in the fight. <laughs> who went down first? <laughs> <laughs> I went down more nobly. Uh, Elpin's eye did more damage, and Kifkin's like, they attacked me 78 times. (laughs) (laughs) I drew their fire. (laughs) Like a good druid. See, it's right in the name. Druid. Druid. (laughs) Science. So I imagine that's what our walk back is like. Just really (laughs) that conversation being rehashed over and over yeah, I, I like the druid also saying science to the other <laughs> druid. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they're just horribly fighting, and um, it's a slow, it's slow progress making your way back. With, I mean, you can't ride horses because there's too many people, and it, most of the people don't feel great even after being de-egged and healed. But you go back to Idenvay in a big, big group. And I think before you get to the town, the the drifter will will stop like in in sight of the walls, and he'll say, "I believe I will leave you now. I was advised not to return. I do not wish to go where my presence violates the laws." Well, they could change the law for you. You saved them, but if you want to go somewhere else, that's cool too. I have a feeling that the people in this town might not change that law for him. Well, then I'll make them change it, because that's mean. <laughs> yes, yes, military hunter. I feel a big stuff. Um, you are, like, you know I'm right here, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... My initial response to that was not podcast appropriate. <laughs> I mean, like, I saw the the weird sword that makes the loud noise, by the way. Um, So um, I'm going to pretend I didn't see it. Kira's turns around, just look at him. You can pretend, or you can tell people, but I still have the sword that makes noise, so, like, you know, make your choice. What sword that makes noise? No, Kira pulls it out and then just shoves it in his face. This one? This sword that makes noise? Brixby keeps trying to cast on it, and you just keep taking it away from him. It's like, wait, still have disguised weapon. It was useless today. No, wait, we need this before we go back to Yadnay. Boop. Yeah, okay, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, where are your dogs? That's where the dogs went. <laughs> that was the dogs. I was wondering <laughs> if the Zill ate them. <laughs> oh, tiny Chihuahua Zill just running no. around. Shantrax, <laughs> oh, mother. <laughs> It'd be like that Dober Wawa commercial. Yeah, when this episode ends, you just zoom in and there's one tiny Chihuahua Zill. <laughs> Just running Shiver. through the countryside, shaking, shivering. <laughs> Except there weren't real; it was just a disguised <laughs> weapon. <laughs> Doesn't matter; um, it's canon now. 
Now where did you they fail. come from? He's running off to join up with Patchy Blue Rat Folk. <laughs> and uh, Nick Shariel. Asher would extend a hand to see if uh, Jerashal 3 would shake it. Just two gunslingers shaking hands. He will look at Asher's hand and then he will totally shake it like Predator handshake style. Yeah, Kira will give him a hug. Oh, yeah. What are these strange attacks that you all keep doing? It's like what the Zill do. Yeah, it's it's but it's friend it's a friend attack and not like friend attack like sometimes people say they're attacking you as friends. Oh. It's real friendship. You can tell because of the living afterward. My mind is constructed and it is difficult to deal with social cues especially when those social cues are so similar to the creatures that have been attacking me for 200 years. You know what? Valid. So the hugging is it's it's difficult but appreciated. High five. <laughs> <laughs> you know, high five, but not hugs. That's okay. That's fine. If this is your preferred method of affection. The Zill do high, high 20s. I do not oh. have four arms, so <laughs> safer. <laughs> Clearly, it's because high fives are neutral, but hugs are good. Oh, yes. So that's why he knows one, not the other. <laughs> So what's the evil equivalent then? Punch. Oh, uh, that's when you do the down low and pull it out. Oh, true. Mm. <laughs> deep, deep conversations <laughs> that we have as we walk through the gate. <laughs> well, goodbye. Goodbye. I will remain here until the eggs are gone. And then I will be gone. Like the eggs, but not dead. Just gone. Okay, stay safe. I wish you all good luck. And you as well. Bye. Bye. And if you walk away, he really stays just like totally rooted in the one spot. Like, he's basically a statue, except that his cloak is blowing in the breeze dramatically. He wasn't lying. You just see a time lapse of like eons passing and there's plants growing up onto a <laughs> As you head back into Idenvay, and by now, like, I mean, it, it took definitely what was left of the day and it's into the night again <laughs> by now um, before you go in Red Fang will say listen I'm not going to give you any trouble about that thing you're carrying I'm not going to tell anybody and, and this has been a tough day and I, I apologize that I let you all go deal with the Zills without any help to begin with never should have been on you outsiders to deal with our problem like that. Yeah. Yep. Shame. Shame on you. Audrin, thank you. It has been quite a day. But you and Kifkin and Thelpen, Basari, sure we went in by ourselves, but Kira and I stayed behind and trusted that Brixby and Alwyn would return for us. And they did, and they didn't do that alone. Thank you. Yeah. Red Fang, with something like this, what we just faced, there are no outsiders. There are no people the problem doesn't solve. It's the whole world versus that, and you're a big man for seeing it. Well, uh, before we get too mushy, uh, why don't we head in and everybody can retire for the night and we'll talk in the morning. We'll see about helping you all find what you're looking for. Before we get too much, y'all are going to technology jail, you techno lovers. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. 
wake up in the night and just surrounded by irascible cops. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I just figured we'd walk up and see Vargas just chewing on a raw turkey leg and say, hey, what did I miss? You made it. <laughs> you guys look terrible. If there's nothing else before bed, uh, you all do level up to level eight. Woo. You want to roll Yay. for HP? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Any volunteers? Nope. We got, no. Sure. I can go, I guess. I got my thing yeah. open. Yeah, sure, I'll go. What are we rolling? a D8. Whoa, big time stuff. Hope you beat me. Oof. I hope I didn't because I rolled a three. I rolled a one. Oh, ugh. Uh, anything interesting about Alowin's level eight? Well, he, instead of continuing to alternate between his two classes, which I guess after this point will be up eventually for people to see on the site now that we're up a level, uh, when I get around to putting it on the site. Uh, but instead of alternating, he actually doubled down this time on Oracle because uh, we kind of need the help with the healing and the buffing more than we need more sorcerer stuff. Brixby's got the magic side kind of covered. Uh, so he does get another level 2 oracle spell, uh, which I'm taking lesser restoration because that can help with a lot of the uh, uh, damage that we've been getting to stats and such. And it can help with Curious Fatigue and all that. Uh, he does not get anything for his class at this level because his uh, fifth level oracle ability apparently counts character level, not class level, so he already has it. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, and he did get a... Uh, as everyone gets this level, he got his ability score bonus, uh, which he put into charisma, so now his saves are uh, 19. <laughs> Or his oh, wow. save DC for when I glitter dust all of Sam's creatures is now 19. Oh, wow. Nothing has eyes for the rest of the AP. <laughs> 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 all right, who's going next? Uh, breaks me well. So that's a D6. Oh, the big one. Here it comes. <laughs> it's a two. <laughs> I rolled a three. Nice. Oh, ah, wow. It's better. Still, still better than last time. Yeah, it's on its way up. Yeah, because uh, you rolled a one and I rolled a two last time, so this is this is this is better. This is improvement. Um, yeah, level four spells is what I get this uh, this level at level eight. I also my sneak attack goes up to forty six, and I and uh, I also get to get my intelligence go up. So it's all great. Everything's good. Gonna live forever. For sure. <laughs> Level four spells are very, very dangerous. I mean, of course, I don't get any until we're given some out of gratitude by the town. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. Yeah. That's, that's my level up. So Asher, Akira, who's going? You can go. All right. D four. That's a. Oh, sorry. A D. <laughs> that was that was funny. I see what you did there. Um, that's a D ten. Oh, and that's a nine. Nice. You beat my six. I'll take it. And actually, I will be going uh one level up in. Oh, I had a joke for this, <laughs> but I can't remember the class. I think it was like vigilante. Is vigilante a yes. class? 
Yes, it was. Yeah, I'm gonna take one level of that. God, Obviously, magical, I'm not magical do child that. archetype, yep, right? That's exactly. What I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was, I was, but you know, tossing it around just to be, uh, just, just to throw people off. But actually, level eight is a pretty big deal for Blood Rager. Um, got a bunch of fun stuff. One new spell. Um, some other things that I can't remember. Two new rage powers that I will um, talk about later when those come up. And this one thing that I wasn't going to say, but I'm too excited to not say it. Uh, new auto cast spell when I go into rage that is haste so I'm going to kill everything in sight assuming I'm not paralyzed please never paralyze me again thank you that's my level up I'm going to put it out there again please please no it'll be so helpful if I'm not if I'm not <laughs> useless I don't like it's it blurry fast healing haste to <laughs> blood rager that's too many things to make that into a song to the tune of flying purple people here <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that leaves us with Asher. D10. Eight for me. Uh, you beat my four. I rolled yeah, crap awesome. across the board. Awesome. Uh, Asher went uh, Gunslinger four, so he's now split down the middle. Uh, he doesn't get anything at Gunslinger four except for a bonus feat. Uh, and we'll just talk about that when we get there. If it comes up, who could say? Uh, but that ability score increase to charisma does bring his charisma up to 20. So he now gets an extra grit point a day and you know, it just helps for the uh, smite as well on the attack and deflection bonus. They're now up to plus five. And all of this saves, no big deal. Yeah, I mean, really it's... Hey, as, as we could see on the stinking cloud, I am fully capable of rolling that once. But yeah, not a, not a ton. Next level will be more fun if Asher's still around. Well, surely after you survived the Zill outbreak of the century, you're all going to live forever. Now that we've finally actually uh, gone through and finished up that adventure, I will let everyone know that this was about two-thirds of Scorpions of Perdition, an adventure path plug-in from Legendary Games by Alex Rigg and Nicholas Logue, who you might remember oh. wrote book two. Scrap Man. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Nick, Nick Logue's great. He, he writes some really interesting stuff. That was, that was crazy. We that, that mixed... died a bunch of times. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah we did. But man, yeah. Was this uh, what was this expected to be a level seven, or is it supposed to be like a level eight? It was supposed to be a level eight. Okay, that makes a little more sense. No big deal. <laughs> we had so many GM NPCs. <laughs> yeah. We should probably level up to nine then. Uh, I mean, I'm more impressed with us now. Like we beat a level eight. <laughs> We're awesome. Just We're us awesome. and our five closest friends. <laughs> um, to party in nine. They were mostly quite underleveled, but yeah, this was it got pretty wild, and I had to do like a lot of adjusting um, to make things fit into Galarian and fit lore-wise and stuff. But I thought it was a, a cool adventure, and figured after you destroyed Zagmander so heartily, I had to get the revenge. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you, you got it. Fair. <laughs> Consider yourself avenged. So we're before we left, we're just gonna do a very important rewind. What was uh what was that statue all about? 
Ashley wanted to, to check it out. Oh, man. But the bullet. I mean, obviously we're going to tame the bullet and ride it. Um, <laughs> but but no, is, is it anything important or is it just like, oh, it's so old. Who could say? Um, it was a statue of Zagmander um, in the ground. It's sort of, or not of Zagmander, of Shadrax. No. Uh, I, I was going to say name. Zagmander got her own statues too. <clears throat> no, it was a statue of Shadrax that was like partially buried in the earth, sort of your first, like, oh god, there's elves. Except we were like, oh god, it's Boulez. <laughs> we <laughs> ran away. So if you want, we can go back in time and you can fight the Boulez. Oh, please. Oh, let's not. It's still there. No, it's okay. I think after a long, long run of quite long episodes, I'm going to go to bed a little bit early tonight. You deserve it. <laughs> you all deserve it. Aw. Hey. Night, you Sam. earned this bedtime, and, you know, we'll see you in episode 99. Oh, wow. That's mildly terrifying. But what what could happen after this? We already killed the bad guys. <laughs> Yay. It's all downhill from here, Sam. It's all downhill <laughs> from here. Hey, uh, <laughs> drop that right, in the title at the end. <laughs> <laughs> night, Sam. Good night, Sam. Night, Sam. Good night for the third time, Sam. Machine is property of Network Against the Machine LLC, all rights reserved. Pathfinder and the Iron Gods Adventure Path are property of Paizo Publishing. See their website for more details. Theme Against the Machine was written and performed by our own Zach. See the show notes for additional music and sound licensing. If you enjoyed the show, we encourage you to leave us a review. Go Probably no one who's listening to this podcast. We can cut this out. But is anybody familiar with John Zorn, the like relatively famous avant-garde saxophonist? He was like really well known for postmodern music. He's also really well known for wearing obnoxious pink shirts and like camo shirts and stuff as he plays his party. It's J O H N Z O R N. He's like really well known for like super. He was in Naked City. Was his project in the eighties. I hate his music. But I, it's just, he's incredibly like Philip Glass kind of style influential, yeah. right? So I've I cannot the imagine name, these really Zorns not wearing like a pink shirt or like a camo <laughs> shirt. And then when Sam was discussing the bottle episode, I'm just imagining them like rocking out in that room, just uh, really having a good time. So we're going to cut that whole thing out because I'm pretty sure maybe only also Sam might know who I'm talking about. No, Um, that one's new to me. Other Sam too. uh, Crazy piano man, mate. Yeah, camel pants, crazy shirts. John Zorn's vibe is wild. And he is so unlistenable. Um, I would rather listen to like Yoko Ono scream for three hours. And I'd actually enjoy that, by the way, than listen to like 20 minutes of John Zorn perform. But we're going to cut all this out for those Zorn lovers. Don't want to tick them off oh but now we've got a brian sketch or a machine learning <laughs> mid-roll yeah sketch. it's not gonna make sense if we don't if we don't keep this in here 
Asher and Azorn <laughs> playing saxophone. Sorry, no, uh, keep conflating Asher and the Drifter because it's Yikes. just funnier that way. Uh, I am not Asher. I know we look exactly the same. I'm more of a Kenny G guy myself. It's a terrible Asher. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the villain of their spinoff is Jazza Duke. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, right. I've sufficiently uh, sanctioned baby murder and discussed postmodern saxophonists enough to derail us. <laughs> <laughs>